House of Run podcast. What are you into these days? Mostly running, Howard. Running. Yeah. Look at Bill! Look at Bill! Coming on! Bill, you're coming on! I'm not thinking about making the team. I'm thinking about gold in Munich. What can I say? I got beat by a zebra. Starts now. We are back on the House of Run podcast. Big XM. I'm Kevin. He's Jason. Run at gmail.com is the email address. We planned on this being the email catch-up show, but events have intervened, and instead we're going to talk about Shakira Richardson and a series of other topics relating to track and field, some of which are in the category of good news, but most are... Carson Warholm. Yes, correct. Uh, most of which are in the realm of controversy, disqualification, and general... Chaos, Jason. How how's it going out there in Las Vegas? Yeah, it's uh, it's all right. Like the, the, the I'm still on the high a little bit from from Warhol, but Track's doing its best to bring me down. <laughs> it's really trying to really drag me to the depths. But uh, you know, got to see my boy do it. After people were like, "Hey, maybe Ryan Benjamin is the favorite." Okay, well, we'll see about that. That was me. Was that an impersonation of me, the co-host? Isn't that exactly how you sound. Like, hey, no, it was I think Ryan. People thought you were talking. <laughs> it was exactly. How I sounded. it. I think it was a couple hours between those two things, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 It's, it was really quick. It was a matter of hours between Warholm breaking the world record in Oslo and then Richardson's suspension. Listen, I've done two podcasts about this on the Flow Track podcast. We did an emergency one on Thursday at night. And then on Friday morning, we did another one after she did her Today Show interview. And it's gotten to the point, and I've been texting you basically – Nonstop since this yes. whole thing started, or before actually, because I had heard something that led me to believe that this was going to be announced. I didn't know what for. I just heard that there was going to be a suspension. Mm-hmm. But then, literally five minutes later, it was in the news. So it it, it, it was not advance notice by any stretch of the imagination. So I'm I'm at this point, Jason, where I've talked about it twice and i've Mm. read all the opinions of i think every single constituency so now i I just wanted before we started the pod i wanted to get away from it for a bit and just turn my turn my brain off get in my zone so i said okay what other sport do i like i like national basketball association so i go on twitter to some nba people that i enjoy reading their opinions see if they have any Interesting nuggets from the remaining Eastern Conference Finals games or the Western Conference champion Phoenix Suns. And they're all tweeting about Shakari Richardson. And I yep. can't escape it. And in particular, they're all quote tweeting and dunking on a particular tweet about javelin throwers being high. And I just can't get away from it. So I'm just leaning full all the way into it. This is going to be what we talk about from here until the – media mainstream media doesn't want to talk about anymore can you think in our 11 years of doing the pod has there been a bigger story because when (sighs) bolt wins he just wins and then we move on right when bolt false starting but even that like there's only so much you can say about it yeah the felix miller thing where it was on hot 97 yeah in new york with the dive that was just an (laughs) but that was like an olympic and that was more fun because it was just like silly that people were making a big deal out of it and we knew it wasn't actually a big deal yeah i can't think of anything and maybe i'm 
just having recency bias, but nothing comes to mind. I mean, some Enya stuff, I guess, would be the... But everybody weighing in... I mean, yeah. Houlihan got a lot of traction, yeah. but, not, but not like this. No, not no, like this. this is... Yeah, this this took it up. This this released all the Galaxy Brain takes on Twitter. Um, you mentioned the throwing javelins while high. Because that's what they would do if this was <laughs> against the rules. <laughs> I, I just... I. It's, you know, you, you want your sport. Do we talk about growing the sport, going mainstream all the time? Uh-huh. But would this would the, be the sport would be like? <laughs> like, have you cl- ever clicked on an NBA tweet? It's it's the biggest hot garbage that exists. Like, it's just yeah. the dumbest things that don't even relate to the original topic. So, like, maybe we're lucky that we only break into the mainstream every uh, every so often. Amen. I said enjoy being niche. Yeah. It has its perks. It has its downsides obviously but there's definite advantage to it i've said a lot already on this topic so i'm just going to defer to you and you can walk me through your thought process on the situation and then i'll interject and add my two cents in where is necessary but i i just like to hear from from you i mean i've heard it in text form but (laughs) what's the jason halpin takeaway if you are on a morning show in Topeka, Kansas, and you had a half-hour block. How would you fill it, Jason? Yeah, so, I mean, it was first, you know, the positive test came out, and we were all like, holy crap, this sucks. Like, what's this going to be? And then we saw it was for marijuana. And whatever your feelings are about marijuana, people have all sorts of opinions on that, and that's fine. Um it's not a performance enhancing drug and i don't i've seen the bad takes about it make the the benefits of it okay it it reduces your anxiety okay then anxiety medication is it can't be used like like i mean they let's let's just put that argument to rest cuz i think it's a dumb non-genuine argument um my whole thing always with drug suspensions has been did you either knowingly try to cheat or did you do something that gave you an advantage, inadvertently or not. You know, if you if you're gaining an advantage, you kind of have to come down on someone, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think she gained an advantage from this at all. I think it's just one of those things. You know, she lives in a state where it's legal. Either that the stigma around it seems to be fading, if not, you know, mostly gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just don't care if athletes do it. It's just. It's it's a rule for the sake of being a rule, and I know I've seen a lot of takes people, hey, it's in the rules. You can't do it, and that's fine. You're mm-hmm. right. You can't do it, but if the rule is bad, you, I mean, and we, t- we text about this too. If the high school cross-country people say you can't wear your earring mm-hmm. or you're going to be DQ'd, okay, it's against the rules, so if you want to DQ the state champion at the end of the race – you could say, hey, he knew the rules. It's his own fault. Let's take it away. Or you could go, should we be doing this? Like, what's, what, are we, what are we doing here? And that, this falls into that kind of category for me where I just go, what, what's the point? Like, where, what are we accomplishing with this? I don't, if you're not gaining an advantage, then I don't see the issue. It's, some people like to, you know, have a, after a very stressful thing, like to have a beer or whatever. Some people want to smoke that. That's totally fine. Like, it just, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, 
I'm, I'm rambling, but I just, it's one of those things where I just, I don't, it, like, if you're arguing against it, I feel like you're not being genuine. Like, I, I generally think you're just, like, going, well, these are the rules, like, but you don't actually believe what you're saying. Yeah, so a couple things on that, and I'll, I'll chime in, and I'm going to paraphrase a lot of what I've said already, so I apologize if people uh, have heard this already. Um, on the does it provide a performance-enhancing benefit, I think the best evidence that the authorities don't even think it provides a performance-enhancing benefit for the purposes of sprinting is the fact that she's about to serve a one-month suspension. Yeah. One month. One month. I didn't Not know we were allowed to suspend people for that low. Like, yeah, I didn't know that was an option. And I get it's being reduced down to one month, but that would not even be an option if it was something that people thought really altered your performance. Or at least it shouldn't be. Right. If it does and the punishment is only one month, then we have, for it. we have serious problems. I think you're right about the uniform and the jewelry violation. I think it's the now the world's most famous overbearing track rule. And I was trying to figure out why it was bothering so bothering me so much that we have the rules of the rules people going on and on and on about it. And I think it's precisely because of that in, in track in particular. Right. We've, we've made fun of these stories for years. The people wearing the bracelets get DQ'd. Mismatching sports bras. Well, your state championship's over. <laughs> For no real reason, and it's things yeah. that don't happen. Just like with this, with, just like with this situation, it's things that don't happen in other sports. There's not uniform violations in football that cost teams the state championship or basketball, right? Because they are not overly concerned with stuff like that. They understand that there's a greater purpose here, but because of the way track is set up, and you could say other Olympic sports too. We we really, 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 really are into rules, even if it means sacrificing excellent performances or the overall spirit of competition, right? And if you're saying she doesn't gain a competitive advantage, then why are we kicking her out of the Olympics for a a drug suspension? The other part of it is just these, this antiquated rule around marijuana in general, which – you touched on that before too about how times have changed, right? CBD is legal. Um, they amended their rules in 2019 to allow for CBD. The NBA stopped testing for CBD. In what in what is own rules though, and in you read this stuff, it's it's crazy, Jace, because it says why are they on WADA's prohibited list? The third point says uh, it's not consistent with the athlete as a role model for young people around the world. It's also not their job. Well, it also says on the first point, it says because of incre- because it could endanger themselves and others because of increased risk taking, slower reaction times, and poor executive functions or decision making. And again, that's not that's the opposite of a performance enhancing, right? And and on under water's criteria, it's got to meet two of the three criteria. It poses a health risk. I don't think that's accurate with marijuana. Right, I don't. I mean, not, I mean, not, yeah, smoke, smoking sure, but, in general okay. is not good for you. But that I, nothing is right. I can I mean, list like, a bunch. I can list a bunch of other things if we're gonna. It's not. Yes. It's not the same as doing incredibly uh, sophisticated blood doping routines. Right. That, that's absolutely. that's what I read by that. Of like, no, absolutely, I, yeah, I agree. Yeah, because then we could go add a whole bunch of other things to the to the to the band list. 
The second thing is it has the potential to enhance performance. Eh. And it violates the spirit of the sport. Eh. So I think it's 0 for 3. All right. And I'll give you even half. I'll give you a half a point on each for trying. You're still 1 for 3. And it needs to meet 2 of the 3. Yep. So I don't, I don't know why someone who's a track fan – I get if you're just out there to cause problems and <laughs> disagree for the sake of being disagreeable – why wouldn't you want her to compete in the Olympics? Why would you want to see this? Basically, right, unless you're s- like Shelly and Fraser Price's friend, and you're like, well, you know what? I, I, yeah. I, mean, I thought Fraser Price was going to win either way. Irrelevant now. But, like, that's the thing about track. I mean, I get we all have our favorite athletes, and I mean, mm-hmm. I, I like watching Shakari Richardson. Like, she's mm-hmm. obviously insanely talented. So, but I don't really have huge rooting interests i'd more just like to see awesome races and awesome performances yeah and i feel like that's what most track people are like some people are you know gonna root super hard for their country and that's totally cool too um but for me i'm just like well we just lost one of the better runners and for a dumb Mm -hmm. reason like hey when stuff happens even the christian coleman thing like hey he missed tests like that there's a reason the tests you can't miss tests right because it could lead you to cheating don't know if Chris Coleman was cheating, but even if he wasn't, like those are ones you can't just kind of ignore, right? Like mm-hmm. you just kind of go, well, yeah. If you miss tests, like you can do some shady stuff. But this, it just doesn't seem like there's a point to it, right? Other than yeah, it's a rule. It's we a, but- used to have really bad PR, yes, and so it was yes. outlawed by everyone, and now it's yes. like they're just a little slow to adjust. And I don't know if this will be the inciting incident that will get it pulled. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, or what. Um, and I get, you know, every country has their own rules and they can abide by those as, as they see fit. But it seems just silly. <laughs> I, I well, mean, r- really. Because you get into a circular argument here with it of, well, she should have followed the the rule. But if the rule is stupid. Like, it, the rule is to, there to prevent performance-enhancing drugs. That's why the rule is there. Right. It's not just to have a list of substances for the sake of a list of substances. And you had you know, Travis Tiger, the CEO of USADA, make the statement about how like this is a really sad story and it's unfortunate and you know we're all going to learn from this. She just lost at Olympics over this. Yeah. And those aren't guaranteed. And she lost a matchup with Shelly and Fraser Price. And those are really not guaranteed. Yeah. And we all lost it. Like, I mean, it's way more serious for her, but like, yeah. Track just lost one of its marquee things in the Olympics. Like that's I, that's a bummer. That's for everybody. What I don't understand though is when you say the rules are the rules, people are getting way more. They say, "Well, it's it's she should have known. She should not have taken that risk." But I'm way more concerned of is the rule fair in the first place than if someone is. Yeah, and even if you believe that, that's fine. Like, okay, fine. I'll concede that. She should – I mean, whether – you know, she said she knew about the rule, whether she did or not, you know, uh, what it doesn't uh, – kind of irrelevant. But, like, do, do you think that's this – this is a good thing? Like, uh, who is – who's on the side of pointless rules? Like, that's is, my is p- that – yeah, well, like, is that how you want to – is that the guy you want to be? Well, that's my point, right? So, you're in an, you're in an empty street – no one's around and you you jaywalk and I guess one person is around because there's a police officer there to ticket you, <laughs> right? 
and right. even though there was no one, no one around. And then not only did they ticket you, they put they sentenced you to ten years in jail. Like I'm going to be more concerned about the ten years in jail part than I am about you jaywalking. You should have jaywalked. But it's a slippery slope, Kevin. It's a you know if you do that, then who knows? Javelin throwers are going to be jaywalking all over the place, and you know what happens when that when that goes on. But I that's still don't know if that guy was serious with that tweet because it's one of the dumber things in history. <laughs> if he really thought people were just going to get like super high before their event, also. Javelin's super dangerous, like, as is. Yeah. <laughs> Hammer, you almost got hit by a disc once. Uh, I did, yeah. But that's my point. Pe- people are, like, they're not looking at the punishment or the or the rule. They're looking at her decision. And I, I have a hard time paying attention to anything other than the fact of, like, wait, what's the punishment? How does it – how does it – or does it not fit the crime? And in this case, it's completely egregious. Like, and Steve Magnus has – tweeted about this a bunch of times and it's something we've talked about and it's that penalties in track and field are way out of whack because even infractions on the track he's basically saying well you don't get thrown out of a game in football if you false start right <laughs> you're assessed the penalty and I, I get it it's two different things and it's very difficult to to change that that type of rule in track but this is a situation where there's like no material benefit but you want to keep the rule have her serve a suspension after have her pay a fine i don't know do, do something other than – it doesn't need to be this if it's not performance enhancing. If you really want to keep the rule and you want to put some sort of personal responsibility on it, then do that. Because this is – I mean is this a fair characterization? This is more of a moral or like a honor code violation than yes, – absolutely. Okay, right. Yeah, it's – yeah, so th- th- because it's – we've – I mean pretty much that. It's not performance enhancing drugs. So it's literally just like – well, we we like to think better of our Olympians than they okay. would partake. Okay, great. So say she. I've heard so what happens at the Olympic Village, guys. You can't play all high and mighty. <laughs> well, okay. So say she, so say an athlete did qualify for the Olympic team and then did something else in the immediate aftermath that besmirched the reputation, right? Not any any substance they put in their body, but I don't know. Say there's a, a wildly inappropriate celebration, right? Are you going to kick them off the Olympic team? For that, I mean, we just we've been talking already about you know political speech and and things like that over this last last couple of years. But I just think there needs to be if you want to keep it in place, then figure out something. Because listen, if this happened in November, well, first of all, she would have had to been running a race in November. So let's just say January. It's an indoor meet, and this happens. It's not even a blip on the radar. Right. We talk about it for two seconds and say, oh, she's suspended. Go, oh. It- yeah, they probably should get rid of that rule, but whatever. Yeah, and okay, she'll be back in February. And then we move on. But it comes at the worst possible time, you know? And before before too many people get too high and mighty about, well, would you say this about other countries? Yes. Yeah, 100%. I, would, I don't care what country the athlete's from. If it's this sort of substance, it should not be there. Like, well, what about Russia? Well, Russia wasn't passing weed through the holes in the door. All right, it's not what was going on. <laughs> In that expose, that was a bit different. So I, I think we need to see some nuance here. Did you watch her on the Today Show? Yes. What was your feeling watching her talk on the Today Show? I, I was. She was more restrained than I expected her to be. Just because I've read interviews with her, mm-hmm. where she just seems like you know she's kind of a loose cannon a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, so I don't know. I maybe I expected 
kind of craziness, more craziness. But I guess she's like got to be insanely just sad and yeah. you know. So yeah, I guess I I don't know I don't know what I expected I guess, but it was just more yeah it was just like more of a I don't know I, it's even she harder apologized. for me to describe. She, she yeah she did. She said she let people down. Do you think she needed to apologize? No. No, definitely not. Let, do you think she let people down? No. <laughs> it was weird to me. It was, and I said this. Which before. is also like, but that's, and it also is even more surprised. Like, because I could understand that from so many athletes, but Shakira Richardson doesn't seem like someone who likes to put on a fake front. Like, if she, yeah, yeah, yeah. like if she w- went on there and was just like, "This, this is, is bullshit," or so you know, she would have had bluntly. support. People would have been like all about it. But yeah, she got- like I, I, and I wouldn't have been surprised just because, like I said, she doesn't seem to pull punches. She got what I saw a lot of credit for it. Oh, she took responsibility. That's good. We don't see people often take responsibility. And I think she would have been right to just say, this rule is ridiculous. This rule is absolutely ridiculous. And this should not cost me a spot in the Olympic. She talked about how she learned that her mom had passed and she found out about it from uh, an interview that she had given from a journalist. And that caused her to, to feel a lot of stress. And that's why she did it. But I was watching that you don't owe anybody an explanation for this. You don't need to even apologize. I get why you're apologizing. I mean, it's, yeah, it was. Pro- I'm sure it was her lawyer saying, hey, you should do this. But if but, you turn that on, yeah. if you turn that on midway through and didn't know what she was talking about, you'd have think she'd have done anabolic steroids <laughs> right. like in the warm-up area and then pushed somebody down and... <laughs> Like, Patrick Beverly did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it seemed like it was the most egregious thing ever, and it's and it's a little bit of a Twilight Zone moment for me when I oh we're talking about marijuana. That's what we're that's what we're talking about. And you're right. Probably the people around her said, "Hey, the best thing you can do is just keep a say super this. low profile." And yeah, yeah, and then you'll get maybe get to race in the four by one. At the end of the meet, which is just a great turn of events yeah. here. Again, really, really means that the suspension's really worth something right. if they if they can come back again at the end of the meet and and run. I mean, I'd I'd like to see it run the open hundred still. I oh, of just, course, yeah. I mean, because here's the thing: the ban is up before the Olympics. It's just that her trials performance gets disqualified now, right? And yeah. that's what's going to keep her from from competing. Horrible timing, all the way around. And I know I can I can read the emails now, Jason. Well, she should have she shouldn't have done it. She should have waited. Why did she she knew she was gonna get tested for it, all that stuff. But again, I can't get past the fact that why is why is it a rule? Other than to protect javelins, javelin throwers and people from javelins, why if people haven't read that tweet, they're gonna have no idea what we're yeah, talking about. But it's, about the the, it, it's the most it's just like couldn't believe this. i'm gonna reference it from now until the end of time so yeah, oh it's it's gonna be yeah <laughs> it's gonna be a new staple of the show but it, but i i see that sort of stuff coming um from people about the per, you know the need to, to take you know you, i get all that it's bad it's not a, it shouldn't be on the list but still why did she do it why did she make that choice yeah i mean it's like I said, if it, it's fine, it, you know, if, if you want to say, yeah, she shouldn't have done it, sure. I mean, I'm sure she's saying that too because she's suspended now. But like, 
just using like, hey, if this was your favorite runner or someone you knew or whatever it is, like, yeah. is this like a is this a a good rule? Is this a smart thing that well, does you the think this rule should continue? And does the punishment fit it again? Like, you can say she made a horrible choice. You can say you should have you should have not done this when you knew you were going to be tested. Okay, she made a bad choice. Is the appropriate punishment to miss out on the biggest meet of her career? Is it for something that's not performance enhancing? Right. Because again, that's what this all comes down to. Was this this is a prohibited substance? This is a prohibited substance. So I don't know. Do you think we're going to see her on the relay? I, yeah, I, I, I'm. I guess. I, I like. I don't even know what to to fully guess. But I. I, if, I mean, she's technically eligible, right? So. Yeah, but it's gonna be so weird and bittersweet. I, I don't know. It's like like I wanted her to be able to still have a chance to run. It's not the same, you know, like at all. But no, not at all. It's better than something. Better than nothing. But it's it's such a weird thing that it's it's hard to even like kind of do that and i'm sure for her i mean i don't know what's going through her head besides just like this is terrible um like it'd be one of those things where like i don't even want to do that but you also don't want to miss on a chance to get an olympic medal yeah. <laughs> you know so it's like of course you you would do it if you could um well, i don't know ch- a chance just to experience the olympics too yeah. i don't know how i don't know how it would work out because i would guess she would need to be at the olympic village before her suspension is up and i don't know if there's Rules or yeah, problems I, I, around that, yeah. and I don't, I, I don't know, know how that would work. But this weird rule, because if it was any other country or most other countries where they had a discretionary top three, they would just say, "Oh, we're adding her in." Right. So, sorry, fourth place person. She's going to yeah. be added back. Yeah, she got DQ'd, but we're adding her back in, and yeah, she's going to compete. And I mentioned before, a lot of people don't know. There's been a lot of six month type bans for sprinters out there they just haven't fallen on major championships so you don't know about them right like fresh right. price was suspended for six months for uh 2010 2011 time period for oxycodone i believe that she said uh was having to do with a, a dental procedure like that's a thing that happened johan blake yeah. that, there, there's another one that i'd be like yeah do we need that like i don't see what yeah. yeah, it was for a toothache, she said. Right? Yeah. You ever gotten tooth work done? It's the worst thing in the world. You mm-hmm. should be allowed to take a, a pain pill for that. Yeah, so she was provisionally suspended in Ju- this is June of 2020 that she was provisionally suspended. And then she returned. She could return to action uh, in the very beginning of January 2011. So it happened at the complete perfect time (laughs) in a non-championship year and then ended at the beginning of a championship year so again if any other time this would not have been been a big deal for her at all yeah and i just want to warn people there's a lot of bad takes out there like a lot like a record level of bad takes and it corresponds with the amount of people who are paying attention um i saw someone say well it's it's a good thing that she got suspended because marijuana is illegal in Japan. Okay. <laughs> I don't. Okay. We were in the trials in Eugene, Bill. 
Well, it's like because she's gonna, she's gonna. I don't. You, you can't chew gum in Singapore, right? Like, uh, what was? What are we doing? <laughs> well, right. I mean, like, look at all. We're just you want, making up. Well, you want to go through all things. the rules that were in uh, in place in Moscow World Championship or the Beijing World Championship that yeah. people aren't aren't allowed to do or be. <laughs> They're literally not allowed. To if she be. if she brought marijuana into the Olympic Village in Japan, then that's yeah, different. punish that's her different. absolutely. Yeah, that's a little bit different. That's hundred percent than what we're talking about. But I think people can understand the difference between the two. I just, I don't know. People, people love their rules. I don't know how else to say it. I just and it and common sense goes out the window even when you look at the. The punishment, and I know people. Are, well, such and such served a ban, and such and well, the point they shouldn't have either, right? Yeah, the point isn't like, hey, everybody get less justice. It's everybody should have more, right? Everybody should let's, have. Let's fix this so it doesn't yeah. keep happening. Let's make it fair, not let's make it more like unfair for more people. That right. would be going the opposite direction. Do you think when you talk to your sources at WADA and USADA, I know you're very yeah. connected in those. Oh man, texting all day. Do you think they'll change? The rule, there'll be any adjustments to this? I feel like any interview that these people give, if they give interviews, I mean, you, you talk to them, you see about all the conventions and the speaking circuit. Like, this is going to be the first question, isn't it? It has to be, right? Yeah. It's. I would at least think from USADA there's going to be something, right? It's just getting legalized more and more across the U.S. and. It just seems. But they don't care about legalization. No, no. But I mean, just in general, like, it just legal. seems like. I mean, I could see them also just digging in their heels and being like, "No, we're we're above all this." Just if they do that, are you going to federations kick? like to feel better than everyone else? Yeah. Um, well, I I I would guess it's changed. I mean, it changed in twenty nineteen Olympics. They changed it in twenty nineteen to allow CBD. I wonder yeah. why. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think it gets changed before the ne- next Olympics, but not like immediately. Okay, if not, are you kicking Travis Tiger out of your fantasy football league with all the other guys? Man, I'm going to have to sort his keepers out. It's going to be tough, but yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, another story. The Brianna McNeil appeal was rejected, so she's out. She's going to miss the next two Olympics. Gabby Cunningham goes to Tokyo in that third spot. But this is a story that I'm still digesting. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out what exactly happened here. I feel like I'm missing something. And I know the Kaz, they released the shortened version, but not the long version. So same thing with Houlihan. Is there's a lot of wait and see here. Did you read this whole New York Times piece? I yes, I did. Okay. Um So stop me stop me where you think I missed a key detail. Okay. So basically January of 2020, she misses a test. Yes. They ask her why she missed the test. And she said it's because she was recovering from a medical procedure. And she, and she even need- said, I, she even said, I don't need to tell you that. Right. Like she was just like, I don't want to tell you that. Which, right. Yeah. And, and they didn't need to because they, they said she didn't have any other missed tests. So it would have right. just been the first missed test. But then they follow up, right? Mm. And she said she's going to give more details um, because she said... Got to get a note from her doctor. 
Right. And the doctor specifying when it was. Right. And the note was dated January 10th, which is two days before the drug tester came, and she changed it to January 11th. And then they got – they noticed that AIU noticed that the date had been changed. So then they wanted more documents, and then she changed the date on both of those. Yeah. And then they asked for the medical records, and then she sent those medical records so they could see that she did have a procedure. And then they saw that it was January 10th, and the reason she was having a medic it was a, to have an abortion. Right. Okay, but so whether it was January 10th or 11th, both of those are before January 12th. Right. And regardless, it's still one missed test. And that's where I'm getting hung up on this. So the five-year suspension is just basically like because she changed a date in the documentation. And if she just left the date the same, they'd have been like, okay, well, sorry, but you still should have made the test. Right. You, you you still shouldn't have missed the test. Or they would have said, okay, we accept your excuse. Yes. And you have Strike zero one, strikes whatever. instead of one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that, that basically something. I mean, I, I would think, based on, Dick said, same thing, same thing you're reading, uh, that it basically, the, you know, because we saw the tampering, and that's, you know, yeah, changing. holes in walls and stuff like that. Yeah, it doesn't um, have to be that, though. It could be anything. No, no, it, for sure. But, uh, the, you know, when you b- b- before this all came, like, out, we was that was I was just like oh man that sounds shady right like you hear tampering and you think like oh there's vast conspiracies happening to yeah. prevent testing from happening. Um, she changed the date on some forms. I mean, I, just based on what you you know going through, I, I'm I it seems absolutely brutal. Um, so I, I, I it was just one of those situations where I'm like I don't even know what to really say about this too much. Um, I mean, I, I, I do get you can't change for like official forms because mm-hmm. that that like is tampering, right? I mean, like that is you're getting the excuse, you know, saying I'm going to get a note from my doctor to like tell you what went on, yeah, and then you change something on that form, like it's. And hey, what like I said again, I don't know, you know, with what she went through and stuff, but you just can't. You can't do that. And I'm not saying she should be suspended for five years because of it, but like that's just something you can never do. Yeah. So she said, this is according to the New York Times article, said she had been so shaken and disoriented by the abortion, she said that it didn't occur to her that changing the date would be a bad thing. And then her lawyer, Howard Jacobs, said, the question is how far do you go and how much is reasonable? This case leaves a really bad taste in my mouth because they didn't have to go forward with it. I have a really hard time with that. I'm guessing because she had a previous suspension. That was part of the problem here Prob- too, yeah. and that probably led to the severity of the ban. Um, I, yeah, I want to see the full cash report because I I just don't know if there's something. I mean, there obviously there's gonna be more information, and I'm sure that'll be disputed as well too. But this is one of those that's. Oh, wait, it says she had only missed one test in a 12-month period, and it takes three. Okay, so that would have been the first, correct? That was the first, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, so I don't, yeah. I, I feel I like, I mean, if she doesn't, you know, touch the date, then it's, I would assume, worst case is just, okay, there's one, one. missed test, right? Well, once you get 
presumably. I don't know. Well, she's. I'm guessing you start back at zero every 12 months. That's what we've learned from the other whereabouts cases. Right. Correct. Yeah. So that would have been. Yeah, I mean, that would have been the, the first one of this 12 months. Yeah. Speaking of whereabouts cases, Sawid Nasser suspended mm. two years in the case that involved knocking on a door of a room filled with gas canisters. That's right. So <laughs> that one was weird because yeah. they had the suspension, but then the AIU's own disciplinary panel like overruled their own ruling. And then Ward Athletics appealed <laughs> the AIU's ruling if I have this correct, and WADA, and said, no, she should be banned. And then now they've decided to ban her. So that, remember, that was the fourth missed test. Three of them were before the World Championships. Yeah, they were and, all within like two months of each other or something like that. And you expressed some incredulity about why it took so long to figure out these these te- missed tests. I mean, ultimately, maybe one of them got thrown out, but it still ended up being enough to, to trigger the suspension. So she is out of the Olympics. Yeah, um, obviously they must have gone through their due diligence if it took this long to figure it all out, but I, I I don't remember the dates offhand, but I do remember them being all bunched together pretty close right before Worlds, and there was four within a 12-month span, and that's, you just can't do that, right? I mean, like, that's... It's, I got a... I, I don't know. I, I got the... Um... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, I got the dates here. It is something I don't have. Never mind. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Nope, it's coming. I'm getting closer. I'm getting closer. It is – okay, I bet you're waiting for it now, right? Yeah. So you're thinking, hey, he's probably getting pretty close. <laughs> and I'm not uh... – so you're right. March – the three violations, March 12th, March 16th, April 12th, two of those were missed tests. One was a filing failure. And then January of the following year was the other missed test. I think that was the knocking on the wrong thing. Was that I'd the fourth pull, one? I'd have to remember. pull it back up. Yeah, that, that was four. But I, but we were wondering why is he even getting to four? And if the third one was in the end of April and her race wasn't until the very end of September – it took five months, so. Yeah, so it was, I mean, it's, you know, and she's saying she's not a cheat, and that, that that's fine, but, like, so with Coleman, like, hey, if you miss, if you miss those tests, there's really, it's pretty, pretty cut and dry, right? I mean, um, even if you throw away the one where they knocked on the storage unit, which they should, if they knocked on the wrong door, that yeah. is not NASA's fault, um, you still have three in 12 months, and... I don't know what else to say about it. We we talked about it a bunch with other athletes. Um, you got to do it. <laughs> you just gotta. You, you can't miss multiple tests, you know. And uh, that's that's just it. It sucks because she's a very fun person to watch race, and no one is in the four hundred. Allison Felix is going to win gold. It's going to be awesome. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> the four hundred took a journey. We got an email about this, but the four hundred took a journey last last week because. Nasser's out, and then Christine Mboma runs 48.5. She's 18 years old, sets a world junior record, breaks her old world junior record, but then gets ruled ineligible because of the new 
you know, the rules regulating test naturally produced testosterone within athletes, the Castor Semenya rule. Yeah. So she gets bounced. So then if you're Miller Weibo, I guess you're thinking maybe this is a sign that I should be running the 400. I mean, yeah. Like if she still is, uh, you know, I know she's been focused on the two, but like, wouldn't you switch over now? There's literally no one who was even in your galaxy in that race. Yeah. So already there was probably a reason to avoid the, well, I want to see her do both and she can do well, both. Yeah. It's possible to do okay, both. To do it. Come on. It's not perfect because of the four by the mix. We have to clear out space for the mixed gender relay at the beginning of the meet, which means the rest of the schedule is a tad cramped. But, Why but are we making things difficult due to this mixed gender relay. But it's you have a situation where you have um, she'd have to run two races a day a couple times, but I still think she could still do it anyway. But the 200 is already getting tougher because of what Gabby Thomas did, because of yep. what happened at the Jamaican trials, and then Dina Asher-Smith, pretty solid. And then you have all the 400 people either not run the event or not be allowed to run the event. And then you're Daphne da- Shippers and- is like, what's happening? Why is yeah. the 200? She's Daphne, run the 400. Just yeah. screw it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I don't, I don't see why she would not run the 400 at the very least and then yeah. the 400 and 200 as a bonus i don't think anybody's gonna pop up out of nowhere and challenge her i think jamaica's solid and the u.s is solid but if you get Mboma out there and you have and you don't have nasser you don't really have anybody who has the potential to go sub 49 no, and, I mean, and Mether Weibo ran forty nine oh eight at the end of April. Yeah, I feel like a tired Miller Weibo is a massive favorite in that race. I mean, I do too. I don't. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not betting on anybody else breaking forty nine five, and I, I think Miller could do that in her sleep. Here are the women this year who have uh, broken fifty seconds. Mboma, not in it. Milowebo, maybe not in it. Masalingi, not in it. Mo running the 800. McPherson from Jamaica, running it. Hayes, running it. Little, not running it. McLeod from Jamaica, running it. And then Paulino from Dominican Republic. That's it. There's nine nine women. And a good portion of them not running it. Yeah. <laughs> and sitting in there in 10th is Allison Felix. So, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> you're, that this, the, the door could be kicked wide open there, but... I would expect Miller Weibo to run it. Um, interested to see the ruling with Mboma and Masalingi again. You know, it's. I mean, I think this is going to become a bigger and bigger issue, especially because this seems to be happening with African athletes at a at a much higher level, right? Than 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 any other continent. So you have Semenya, then Nian Saba, who made it in the five k, which is awesome. Yes. Uh, Saini last year or two years ago from Niger. She was really good in the 400 and then had to move down to the 200 by the time the world championships rolled around. The release mentioned that Mboma and Messlingo run the 200 in in Tokyo. So they'll still get to compete. And the 100, I believe, too. But the the 400 was – I mean, she's running 48.5. <laughs> she yeah, really she's going to be a good 200-meter runner. 
for sure. Yeah, um, she's run some good two hundreds, but nothing like that. No, yeah, I mean it's and it's you know I mean we talked about with with Semenya a whole bunch, and it, you know especially you're talking eighteen year olds, and you talked about how they're they weren't aware of this really. It's probably the first time they you know they're so young they hadn't really had a chance to do anything on this kind of level. So, um, yeah, probably we're not really aware of it. And it's, uh, you know, it's, it's sad just to get that kind of sprung at you when you think you're about to go to the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll keep an eye on that. I, I don't know if that rule is ever going to get, <laughs> I thought for a while it was going to get changed because Semenya was there. Yeah. And it was, she was a very, very public vocal opponent of it. But it's been a couple of years now and the longer it sits, the longer, uh, you know, it's going to, it's going to stay for. So we'll, we'll see on that one. We'll see on that one. Uh, update to the Shakira Richardson story. I just saw that, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, oh. uh, is working with another rep and, and the subcommittee on civil rights and civil liberties to formally ask USADA to end Shakira Richardson's suspension. <laughs> but unfortunately I don't think USADA has the jurisdiction to do that because it's WADA. Yeah. But but yeah, I like the. I like Literally, the everybody's talking about it. You cannot escape yeah. it anywhere. If you're just like, "Hey, I'm here just for sports." Nope, I'm just for politics. Nope, memes. Probably I haven't j- delved into the meme world, but I'm sure that's all they're talking about too. Stocks. All the people on Reddit, Wall Street bets are probably talking about this somehow. <laughs> Video gamers, Pokemon. I don't know. I'm gonna. My son is probably gonna wake up tomorrow and want to talk about it. <laughs> and he's gonna be like, "Dad." What about the kids? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it is. Uh, it is that attention that we all so desperately wanted. Okay, we've gone on long enough. Let's talk about the world record from Carson Warholm. Yeah. Uh, first of all, let's. Just, can we, I need to. I need to lift my spirits a bit. Can we? Can we play the song? Of course. It's a world record, the likes of which has never been seen. It's a world record, highest, fastest, farthest a human's ever achieved. Wouldn't believe if I told you, go to YouTube and I'll show you. Got results to verify, soon it will be ready. Well, it's a world record, the likes of which has never been seen. Well, it's a world record, highest, fastest, farthest a human's ever achieved. Well, it's a world record. Well, it's a world record. All right, Jason. Just as with the the bad news of the week, with the good news, I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you take the lead on this because this has been he's been your guy for a while. Let's be honest. He has. Uh I mean I and how could you not love Carson Warholm the way he just went crazy in the worst year ever last year and still like made us excited every time he was running. Got close so many times and then 
Rob Benjamin almost just like swoops underneath and just takes it before he gets even a chance this year. But instead, Carson Warholm does what he does. I, as I was watching this race, I was like, oh man, he's running really well. But <laughs> Dos Santos was like closer than I expected him to be. Yeah. So I was in my head, I was like, probably not world record because I think his gap would be bigger. But it turns out Dos Santos just ran an extremely good race as well. And 46.70, you know, beats it, beats it pretty good. His excitement and, and doing it at home, like yeah. everything about it was just like perfect, right? Like it was exactly what you want from track and field. Mm, um, it was missing one thing. It was missing one thing. Actually, two things. Okay. Actually, two things. What's that? Samba Rye Benjamin. 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 And, and the Olympics? Not to say I mean, you can't yeah. do it again, well, but it was cool to do it at home. If you said, if it couldn't be in the Olympics, this would be the next best place to do it. Would have been in Oslo at home. Right? Yeah, he gets the Viking hat afterwards. And, oh, uh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I we had talked about last year how it would have been, we, we were talking about how cool it would be if neither guy got it before the Olympics, and then it just, you know, they mm-hmm. both like went well under it during the Olympics. But hey, maybe we're gonna get one here. Maybe we're gonna get one, Monaco. you know, at, at Monaco because they're squaring off. They're actually they're doing it. Um, Don't jinx it. Not, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's supposed to happen. So I mean, if what if we just completely just obliterate this record book and then we go in just like, mm-hmm. hey, they're probably you know we'll just get the Muhammad Sydney thing going on. We're yeah, just yeah. Like, hey, they're just gonna run world records every time they they meet up. So you said you didn't know until later on in the race about the world record because of how close Dos Santos was. By the way, shout out to Alicia for yeah. talking up Dos Santos a little ways back. She was dead on with that one. You want to know when I knew he broke the world record? Hmm. About hurdle two. Yeah. You know how I knew? Because he passed lane eight. No, my cell phone buzzed and it said Jason Halpin. Oh, no. And I thought, what are the odds Jason's texting me right now to be – like, man, sucks he missed the record. <laughs> so I flipped my phone over in disgust. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I couldn't see the message because I have the thing where it just says your name. It doesn't. Yeah. Po- the message doesn't pop up. So I flipped my phone over. I don't know. I just did that out of habit even though it was never going to say anything. Yeah. And then, and then I spent the next couple hurdles thinking about that, thinking about, well, is there any chance he would be texting about something else? Because I don't think we had been texting uh, that morning. That afternoon. No. Or, I mean, it could have been he just missed it by like a hundredth or something. That I guess that would that would have been an option, right? Yeah, I just didn't feel it. I could feel the energy coming off of my phone. You know, I got a I got the vaccine, right? So like my five G's like real. Oh, good. that's right. Like, yeah, your I phone just in. stuck to your arm. Like exactly. yeah, <laughs> exactly. And then by two hundred to go, I saw how fast he was running, and I thought that was Jason probably texting <laughs> me all caps Warholm or something to that effect. And sure enough. So I was not so – he crossed the line, and I did not have the, oh, my gosh. I was just wondering how fast. And for a second, I thought, is he going 46.5? <laughs> right. It, the way – and I, oh, I, I'm wrong every time watching the clock as someone's approaching the line. I yeah. always think it's going to be so much sooner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I just can never get that, get that right. But even then, 46.7 pops up, and it was just – perfect. And the, the, his reaction and everything about it was just like, this is, this is awesome. I was actually eating lunch with my dad, and uh, – Oh, cool! It was just on one of the TVs at the at the bar. Oh, so it was just by by happenstance. Total happens. Yeah, oh, happens. That like because I was going to watch the whole thing later. 
you know, try to avoid the stuff. But then all of a sudden it was on and I was just like, oh, this is awesome. And it's coming up and I'm like, oh, hey, this guy. I was like, he's the best in the world. He, And then like partway through, I'm like, he might run the world record. Mm-hmm. And then he did, and it was it was awesome. So no was, one in the bar reacted besides me, probably, but it was still cool. You're saying it was a complete fluke that you ruined the world record for me. That's yes. crazy. What a fun yeah. story. What a cool <laughs> turn that took. Just a father and son out for a meal and ruining Kevin's experience watching track and field. Okay, well, that's it's crazy it was on at the bar. Yeah, because I think it was NBC Sports or whatever, so yeah, yeah. it just was, you know. They had a bunch of TVs up there, and it was just it was just BJ's, you know. So we weren't in a regular bar, oh, okay. BJ's brew house. Did your dad have any comment on the record? He, he was he, he was like excited about it. He asked me a couple okay. questions about it. Um, you know, I don't think he he follows the four hundred meter hurdles too too close, but <laughs> pre race, his pre race amp up was bigger than normal. I thought it was like six Red Bulls instead right. of three. Yeah, and that could have been it right there. I'm happy. I was not – I wasn't surprised, number one, because of the text. But also, after what Benjamin did and based on what he did in that 300-hurdle world record and what he did He's run last, two hurdle races this year, both world records. Yeah, come on. But let's not talk about 300 hurdles. But, no, let's just no, – <laughs> next week, 500 world record coming at you. But I – it just could not hold. This mark could not hold. It was under way too much yeah, pressure. Oh, for sure. It was getting attacked at all fronts. There was no way. It's like a rope could... bridge in an Indiana Jones movie. It was like, okay, at some point, <laughs> someone's bringing out the knife and cutting this thing down. <laughs> That's good. I like that. I like that. Uh, the rest of the meat was solid, I thought, yeah. especially for a meat that was right after the uh, Olympic trials. didn't feature a ton of uh, American athletes, but you had DeGrasse getting the win in 2009 into a headwind, which is just – you can copy and paste that one over yeah. Andre DeGrasse's entire career. It's going to be so weird when he gets the bronze. Somehow he slows down the Americans. Like he's the only guy who plays defense <laughs> in the world in the track and field, and it's it's impressive. I think he might get. I think he might medal. I think it's not. He he's all he does. Unre- yeah. So, well, I'm the one who had to convince you of that you're like, no, I got to look at his PRs. No, okay, I ma- just can never believe. Like he does this every time. Like he he is the most, I guess, consistent guy in the sport. I don't. Yeah. It's really weird, though. I wouldn't take him over Lyles, but if you told me he's going to be able to beat Knighton in Tokyo, that wouldn't be controversial. And even then, Knighton's like run like six times faster than him this year. Well, <laughs> and then who else is going to be there? It's not not many other people with the chance. I to mean, be but there. Derek is the silver medal favorite. Yeah, no, I meant non-U.S. non-Degrasse. Oh, yeah. If you gave me U.S. and Degrasse, I'd put a lot of money on them getting the three medals. Yeah. But, and I know I'll end up forgetting that because someone's going to get hurt or something's going to happen. There'll be a DQ or something, and someone from Sweden will get the bronze because it's 200. McSwain, 348 in the mile. Shout out to Brian. Uh, Kajelka, 726 in the 3K. It's one of the fastest times in history. Let's see. What else do we have here? Mondo won the pole vault. Uh, Tulu 1091. Kate Grace gets seventh at trials. Oh, man, and yeah. Goes over and runs 156, 157. Uh, Obiri 1426. Femke Bowl, who best non US Formula Hurdler, 53 3. Any of those stand out, TJs? 
yeah, I mean, those were definitely, you know, yeah. I mean, some people would be talking about her if she just didn't have two just yeah. Goliaths um, that she has to compete against. Um, other than that, I mean, Kate Grace, you know, it's always a bummer when you miss the team. Um, and I mean, she wasn't particularly close, obviously, but, like, she clearly has the talent for it. Oh, yeah. So... It, it was. I'm sure it felt really good to run 157 right here, but also like probably getting some frustrations out. Yeah, it's if you're gonna have to get it out, that's a good way to do it. Yes, absolutely. Get a PB, get get some money, get some Diamond League points. I guess. Hmm. Not to say that this would happen because it would still be a long shot, but there's a. Uh, How do we determine the buys for next year's World Championship? It would be this year's Diamond League, correct? Because mm. next year's Diamond League won't be a wrap until after the yes, I would think so. World Championships, correct? Yeah. And the U.S. doesn't have the reigning champion in 2019. That's a good way to avoid the trials. There you go. And USA's just, next year. Just going to dominate this. Mm-hmm. By the way, I'm breaking my own rules. Just flipped o- over to Twitter. Uh, top tweet on the timeline. From uh, Dr. James Hamblin, preventative medicine MD, who I followed for information about the pandemic, his tweet, there's no reason to test Olympic athletes for marijuana. Please make it stop. <laughs> Please just make it stop. I, I, man, I like this, how blunt that was. It wasn't even like, I'm going to, you know, just try to dress this up. It was just like, come on, what are we doing? Enough. Yeah. Well, I'm just, this is just, I can't escape this. Don't really want to make it all about me, Jason, but there's been a lot of tweets. You'll get through this tough time. (laughs) I'm just concerned. Oh, hey, one more thing I want to talk about. The NIL stuff. Name, image, and likeness for NCAAs. Yeah. That's big news. That could change some things. That was really nice to see. Um, I mean, it's insane that it's even taken this long. That people can make money off their names image and likeness mm-hmm. like like people can have their own control over their own self mm-hmm. uh the ncaa is trash as they always are sorry guys it's just the way it is but uh this is a good step well now everybody's scrambling to figure out because some states have rules regulating it some don't yet and some universities have policies and some don't and it'll be interesting to see how it impacts impacts running and yeah like i mean it's and for most ncaa athletes it's not going to be a, a drastic change but you should be able to do it like some people are only you know they they get to the college level and they don't go beyond that and that's totally fine but if you're like a college superstar in something and you can make some money like why why not mm-hmm. well i think it's interesting because running you can do it as a pro and as a collegian simultaneously in a way, right. cause you can still appear in these meets. It's, it's not as if Cade Cunningham's going to play for his college team one night and then go play for the Charlotte Bobcats, Charlotte, oh, man, that was Detroit. Bad. I think is where he's going to go Detroit, to Detroit, the Detroit Bobcats. Sorry, yeah, not the Charlotte Bobcats. I get, get that mixed up all the time, but in track, you could do it in a way you yeah. could just compete for your college through the whole year. And then, at the end of the season, co- compete for whatever company is is endorsing you. Again, we don't know all the rules because nobody really knows 
all the rules. You can't pay for play, so you can't say, oh, hey, and you can't put, you know, time bonuses in there. But uh, you, I think you could rack up a lot of en- endorsements, I and mean, we know how po- popular college runners are. We right. had some very popular runners this year who were running incredibly fast times, came in with high profiles because of what they did in high school. And now you see all these colleges too pitching that to the incoming students. Hey, come here. We'll help you build your brand. Right. <laughs> it's just yeah. so funny how quickly it changed because oh, it's like absolutely. now we have because to do now it to they can, the yeah, use it to their advantage. And that's, yeah. But at least something's happening. It's a positive step. So uh, good, good for the NCAA for doing something correct there you go all right we'll leave it there we're going to be back in a few days uh to do the email episode that we promised and then to preview the monaco meet which is on july the 9th so it's on july 9th so we'll have the next episode up maybe july 7th 6th perhaps close enough to where we get it wrong that some people we talked about have withdrawn but also far enough away to where we don't get the people who are added in their stead that's what we want that's sweet yes that's the perfect that's that's the house of run zone email the show house run at gmail.com again that's the email address house run at gmail.com thanks everybody for listening thanks everybody for downloading we'll talk to you guys in a few days jessica Ennis. don't test for weed